Greetings, everybody. Welcome to podcast number 12 of the He Said, She Said podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve, along with co-host Ashley Spivey. Ashley, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? <sighs> I'm good. Things are uh, getting, we're close to Christmas. We're, what, a week away, a week away from Christmas. Would you, Do you at- have your shopping done? No, of course not. <laughs> Just like I've, I just started. like I've, just like I've procrastinated with all the Colton episode by episode spoilers, I am procrastinating with my Christmas shopping. So oh. yeah, it sucks. Not very good um, with it. I've bought uh, a few things, but certainly have a lot to get to this week, which I'll try to get to. What did you ask Santa for for Christmas? Oh, nothing. What books? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like I asked for nothing. Okay. I oh. I feel like even with my family, I told my mom and my little sister, my stepdad, I was like, I don't want to do presents. I feel like we should sponsor a family in California, like from the fires, and we're going to do that. Oh, that's very <laughs> cool. Yeah, like I don't need more things. And I feel like, you know, so many people were affected this year by... Things like that, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't ask for much Christmas, any Christmas. I can't remember the last Christmas that I got something that wasn't a gift card. That's all I really asked for. I asked for gift cards to my favorite restaurants, to Nordstrom's, to Dick's Sporting Goods, and that's basically it, and that's what I get every year. Like so, But I don't care. I, I'm never – it's not like I ask for a bunch of stuff and I don't get it. I, I don't need anything. Anything I need, I get for myself. So this, this Christmas season I have, uh, bought for, uh, quite a few people. And Mm -hmm. by the way, Ashley, your Christmas present is coming soon. Yeah. (laughs) I got, I got you a little, I got you a little something. What? You're going to watch love actually. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Maybe, maybe I'll get around to that. I, um, yeah, I could have got I could have got around to love actually considering I spent most of last week and the end of and the end of the week before binging on Beverly Hills 90210 seasons uh 4 and 5. Oh, I know. I saw your tweet. <laughs> God, that's such a good show. It's so funny because it was 20 years ago and no, 25. And Okay, it's campy, it's corny, but for my generation, when we were going through that, how important that show was, because as campy and as corny as it was, it did talk about all the stuff you went through in high school and college. They talked about uh, drinking, doing drugs, campus rape. I I watched an episode, they did a whole episode on campus rape when they were in college. It happened during their freshman year of college. And it was really interesting as your beeper goes off again. I know. I don't like I got a new computer and I don't again. even have my message is up and it's coming through and I don't know how to turn it off. No. Oh. Anyway, um. I, what I was saying was they had they had a campus rape, a whole episode on campus rape, which. Yeah, it was 25 years ago, and it certainly wouldn't be handled in 2018 the way it was handled in 1990 three or four when that episode came out right but, but it was still very interesting and it's um 
it's just such a it's such a really good show, and I have no problems going back and watching uh, those earlier episodes. Is it you know are there you know there's no cell phones, there's no texting. It's obviously dated in that aspect, and these people actually talk on the phone. Uh, there's a lot of it's a lot of dancing in the episodes. I did notice that watching it again. Just a lot of like going to parties in houses and a lot of bad dancing by a bunch of white people. But other than that, it was um, it's I, I'll never get enough of it. It's one of my favorite all time shows. And uh, I love binge watching it and will probably hit up junior and senior year of college in the upcoming weeks over Christmas break. And then maybe sneak in a two hour episode of Love Actually, a two hour movie of Love Actually. <laughs> And the fault in our stars. And the fault in our stars. Yeah. Then I feel like then we need to have a podcast where we just talk about your reactions. We just talk about the reactions to those. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Good. (laughs) I mean, I'm certainly going to have opinions on it if I watch it. I just think it could be. Please live tweet your feelings on both of them. On Love Actually like, and Fault in Our Stars? Yes. Like, as you're watching, your reaction. Is Love Actually going to be one of these things where, because I'm watching it so much longer after the fact, I won't like it as much? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Because there are movies like that, you know? What's yeah. your favorite Christmas movie? Christmas, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Oh, a classic. Oh yeah, I mean that's how do you go how do you go wrong with Christmas Vacation? Do uh, you like the holiday? Oh yeah. Oh wait, no. I thought wait the movie the holiday. Yeah, with oh, Kate thought, Winslet and Cameron Diaz. No, I thought you were asking like, do you like the holiday of Christmas in and of itself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never seen the holiday. No, I've never seen it. Wow, you just need to like. Set aside a weekend and just watch Christmas movies. You know, I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life either. What is wrong with you? No, I've never seen it. I'm trying to think of what Christmas movies I have seen other than Christmas Vacation and then the debate of whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not. Um, In Scrooged? Yes. Yeah, I saw that one, but when it came out in the theater so long ago, I couldn't. I don't remember much about it, but I know it's the, the story of... A Christmas story? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a classic. But I'm talking about... A fa- the Family Man with Nicolas Cage? No. That's an underrated one. It's one of my favorites. You should watch that one, too, because that one is really good. I have a problem with anything with Nicolas Cage because he's so weird to me. Okay, this is the is this only be- I came in. Is this before he got weird? Yes, this is before he got weird. This is before I'm pretty sure before National Treasure. Okay. Hey, was is is While You Were Sleeping considered a Christmas movie? Didn't that happen over yes. Christmas? Yes. I like that one. That was a good one. Little, That's a great one. Good rom com. Um Yeah, there's so many. I I've seen a few, but I guarantee there's a lot more that I haven't seen that are Serendipity? No idea what that is. Who's in that? What? It has John Cusack, Kate Beckinsale. Okay, well now you sold me. Evan, because Kate Beckinsale is in my, Kate Beckinsale is in my top five. So you sold me. I feel like we need to make you a Christmas movie list, <laughs> and you gotta watch them. I have to I wait. Have to, I have to go that's gonna be our poll tomorrow, 
or just like something we're all going to talk about. All the Christmas movies you have to watch. And if you've seen them or not. Yeah, what is our poll question going to be? I mean, we could just do like, what are the essential Christmas movies that like people should watch? Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm just, yeah. People just, in the replies, can leave all the movies. Or uh, it could even be, do you like Love Actually? Yes or no? Because people feel very strongly about it. And then we can also say, what are some other essential Christmas movies? I thought every woman liked Love Actually. So the people, the females who don't like Love Actually, what is their beef with the movie? What do you think their reasoning is? I can't say it without telling you what happens. Oh, okay. Probably that yeah. he, I'm assuming, I, I I don't know anything about it, but based on one of the calls in today's episode or whatever, it must be whoever he ends up with, they think he should have ended up with the other person. Well, there's like, there's probably six storylines going on in the movie. Okay, so it's one of those. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll check it out after I get through junior and senior year of Beverly Hills 90210 for probably the fifth time in my life. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, let's, uh, we, we got two calls. We got, um, we got Kate in Casey and Savannah in DC, the rhyming callers this week. So, uh, get ready for that. So let's get started with caller number one. Let's welcome in our first guest. I'm so happy about this because we have another name alliteration we had both calls last episode was an alliteration and already our first call this week is another alliteration we've got kate and casey that would be kansas city kate how are you good how are you i'm good i'm so excited over this (laughs) so lame (laughs) i know i I can't help it (laughs) all right so kate uh just uh fill us in fill everyone in on on what your situation is Okay, so my situation is a little complicated. It started out a couple years ago. Um, I am in college now, but at the time I was in high school and it was my first real boyfriend. And we had gone to college. It had been like a year and a half and we decided to stay together. And then one day about, it was during the second semester of my freshman year of college, I just get a call and he is very weird and he just said like this is not working and was very short and it came out of nowhere because when we had first started talking to each other he was very quick to be super serious and he was telling me that I was the one and telling me that he wanted to marry me and I met his parents super fast and so he had been telling me this type of stuff like up until the week of the breakup Mm -hmm. and the next day, um, I get a call from him and he tells me that there was another person and he had met this great girl and he decided he wanted to be with her. And so I felt like I had been cheated on and emotionally, if not physically, I'm not completely positive what happened, but I, the rug was just pulled out from under me and I was a, an anxious mess. And I had always struggled with anxiety, but this had just kind of, it kind of just rattled my life and I just did not know how to function. And I was so heartbroken, but also just, I could not stop thinking about it. And my anxiety just was not going away. Was, was this girl that, was this girl that he 
essentially dumped you for? Was she logistically and geographically desirable for him? Is that why she went to his school, I'm assuming? or Yes, she went to his school. And okay. from I don't know much about her, but from what I know, they might have had a class together and just met and okay. talked. Um, but I wasn't I didn't even know that they knew each other. I didn't know the girl at all, but okay. yeah, so it wasn't. And how far were yeah. you away from him at that time? I was like, at the time I was like an hour and a half away. Okay. So we had made visits to each other, but it was definitely not ideal. Okay. So it wasn't plane flights and it was tough to see no. each other. It was a drive. Okay. Yeah. No. And we would call and Skype a lot and everything seemed really normal to me and literally until that call. Okay. All right, continue. So, so um, let me think. I was struggling with getting over this, and I really just didn't know what to do. I was slowly getting better. I had gone to therapy and stuff just to get my anxiety under control because that was really the biggest problem for me is I just could not stop thinking about it and going over everything and trying to figure out if I had done something wrong or, like, what is he saying because – at the time, I did not have a lot of information, and I just I was trying to piece together everything, and it just was taking over my life, and I was not sleeping, and I really needed some help, so I went to a therapist, and it's been a couple years since this happened, but I still find myself, and side note, I transferred to um, the school that he goes to, not any reason because of him at all. I had just, I was so unhappy at my um at the college I was at so I decided that I really needed a change and it was the other school in my area mm-hmm. and so I transferred over and I went to school and I was doing really well and I had uh improved a lot with my anxiety I was just coming back to normal but there's still these moments where I will see him or something will happen I'll hear something about relationship and it just brings me back to that anxiety where it's taking over and I cannot seem to get past it. Is he still with the girl that he is no way he's still with that girl. Is he? (laughs) No, he's not. He's gone through a couple relationships since then. And this, like the problems I've had, it's not about wanting to be with him at all. I'm over that part, but I can't seem to get past just the dread of a relationship or anything in the future with relationships. Do you follow him on social media still? No, I unfollowed him right away. Okay. Okay. Do you, and are are you dating like actively dating or that's your point is you don't even want to date and put yourself in that position. Yeah. I don't even want to date. And since it's been two years, I thought by now I would be past this, but the most recent thing is he is, um, dating one of my friends now and oh I, I yeah it's not one of my best friends at all but it's one of my someone I would have considered a friend and it's just kind of bringing back all of these feelings and all the anxiousness that I kind of was hoping I was over would you say you considered him your first love yeah definitely yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think you know, having that be your first love and then him, I mean, would you say he cheated on you? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I do. Yeah. I say that. 
Okay. Um, cause I know you said there was another person, but you didn't say whether he had like done something physically or if it was more yeah. of like emotional cheating or definitely emotional. And I'm not sure about physical. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I always feel like emotional cheating is <laughs> worse. Yeah, it definitely feels worse. Yeah. Um, than just a drunken hookup or something. Yeah. But I think that being kind of like your first love and then him cheating on you, I think that, you know, that can be really hurtful and it can be really scarring in terms of forming new relationships after that, because that's really like your main frame of reference at this point, you know? So I can see why that's a problem. And then do you run into him a lot on campus or is it more just now he's dating your friend? So it's, yeah, I did not run into him much at all, but then, um, now that he's dating my friend, I'm seeing him more often and I would hope that I'd be able to just kind of let go of everything and it wouldn't be weird between me and my friend. And I just kind of keep my distance as I always have, but I've been finding myself resenting this girl and really just wishing that they, it would just be away from me. So then I could just continue on by myself. I know you said you're not close with her, but yeah. Have you, does she know your history with him? Yes, from um, mutual friends, she knows. But not from I've you. I've had friends tell You've me never that they anything told her. To her. Okay. Correct. Well, just thinking outside the box here, Ashley, we may have a poll question coming out of this one because I think uh, <laughs> the whole dating uh, your friend's ex has always been interesting to me and always been pretty fascinating now this girl wasn't a close friend of yours like you said this wasn't a bff or somebody in your close inner circle but somebody you definitely were friends with okay yeah someone where if the roles were reversed i would think that i would not want to be with someone who had done this to any of my friends okay yeah um that's would you ever consider talking to them about this um not not my ex, but I've considered talking to um, my friend, but I'm just worried that it's going to seem like I'm bitter and I just can't move on because it, it was two years ago. But it's really like I'm OK with her going down this path and her dating him and stuff. I just hate that it's now being around me and I'm kind of being affected by it where just in the anxiety and. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to explain because I just feel like I'd come up, come off as a bitter ex-girlfriend if I did. I don't even think it seems better. I think it's more just it's such an awkward situation. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still seeing a therapist? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. What have they said? Um, I think, well, they always just say time will heal and just giving yourself more time. But I'm like, it has been two years and I know people who just like a week later, they're talking to new people and they'll be going out with new people. And like, why is it taking me so long? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's different. Everybody's different. Obviously Yeah, Um, there are people, obviously they can move on totally quickly and some that take longer. Uh, two years is, uh, I would hate for you to miss out on something and miss out on dating 
in general. I mean, you don't have to get serious with anybody real quick, but you so you have no interest in like if a guy were to approach you at school or at the cafeteria or whatever they do in college yeah. Um, yeah. and ask you out oh, or God. show an interest in you, would you say would you say no? Or would you or like um, have a call and you just kind of and just try and get out of it? Yeah, I I feel like especially my go-to has just been no. Just hmm. has but it I don't I don't want to say like every single like cuz I don't experience that much where it's not like people are knocking on my door every day <laughs> that yeah. I have to turn people away, but all the opportunities I've kind of come across, I'm just it does not interest me at all. And I just don't really want to go down the relationship path again. Something tells yeah. me this is more about time. I mean, I know it's been two years, but obviously yeah. I, 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 I honestly don't think that you are never going to go out on a date again because you have these feelings. I think it's, uh, it has taken you two years, but I mean, something tells me that you will eventually start dating again, but could I, yeah. could I pinpoint a time for you? No. Uh, but I also, if I'm you, wouldn't, I know you said people aren't knocking down your door, but I would try and put yourself out there. Or if you do have the ability to be asked out and someone does ask you out, just do it. I mean, it's, yeah. I think you need to get out there and because maybe the fact that you haven't gone on any dates is why it's taken two years. I don't know. That could yeah. be it. I think when you're in the company of someone, especially if some, I mean, if it ends up being a jerk, then that's obviously not going to help matters. But if you go out with somebody yeah. and you have a good time and it's just pretty casual and it's nothing serious right away, I think you'll eventually see that, um, that this, I know he was your first love, but I mean, I think we've all been there. And eventually yeah. the, the advice to give is you eventually get over it. It may take you longer than it takes others which it has, but you eventually mm -hmm. get over it. It will happen. And I know it's hard to see the forest through the trees right now, but it will happen. Yeah. It will. I, I just, I know it will. I know you're not going to go dateless the rest of your life. I, yeah. I just, I don't know anything about you, but I'm guessing that's just yeah. not going to happen. You'll, you'll have opportunities. And I think you just have to be a little more open to it at this point. Mm -hmm. Well, I also wonder too, I know you say that you don't want to get back with him. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like with first loves, like we have this tendency, like even if they do something wrong where we kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for where we just kind of like forget all the other bad things about them mm -hmm. where I almost feel like if you, were to hang out with him now, you would almost just like be mad. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Where that like motivates you in a different way. We're just kind of like, why, why am I even spending all this time, you know, having anxiety be about this former relationship that was so obviously not right. Yeah. Because I feel like with the way it happened, you lost control mm -hmm. kind of the whole situation. And maybe that's kind of like what causes you to have anxiety now is like possibly going through that again. But if yeah. there was some way you could take control of this situation, whether it's, you know, 
talking to your friend and being like, hey, listen, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I am. And I almost just wanted to talk to you about it so I don't feel weird about it anymore. Or even if you did some in some way, like hang out with the guy and just realize like how much of a fucking loser he is or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> What what about getting to the point, maybe, Ashley, where she got to the point where she could actually... Is he seeing anybody right now? Yeah, her friend. Oh, (laughs) duh. Okay, I totally totally blanked on that. I I thought... I, I totally blanked on that. But I was thinking of getting to a point where... You actually... Because you never really got any closure from this guy. It ended rather abruptly. What if you... Yeah. What if you actually were able to have a civil relationship... Not relationship, a civil friendship with this guy, to the point where you could jokingly say something to the effect of how it ended between you guys. And God, I never really even got an answer from you. Um, do you think yeah. that would make you feel better? I mean, I don't know if it could happen because he's got a girlfriend and it'd be kind of tough. But yeah. I, you never got any closure from this guy at all, and it's your first love, and so there's probably some resentment towards him. And I think maybe if he told you, even if it's a crappy answer, like. Yeah, no, I I did cheat or something like that, which it sounds like he did. Um, Yeah. I I just think that nothing was resolved. It's probably why you're still harboring some, not feelings that you want to be back with him, but just feelings for him in general and feelings of the situation because it ended over a phone call over over a true, uh, you know, a first love. That's that can't be easy. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could ever get to that point with him where it could be like all sitting around and joking and it comes up that you guys used to date. And I don't know. I, 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 I thought about that. That came across my mind and then I forgot, Oh, he's dating your friend. So it might be tough, <laughs> to, go that. Might be yeah. tough to go that route, but I think you need some sort of closure. Cause you never got any, we all like closure in relationships. I know. Yeah. I, I know I do, but, and I get frustrated and I overanalyze things when I don't get it. And it seems like that's what you're going through. And mm-hmm. just out of curiosity, when you talk about your anxiety for this, uh, for this situation, what, like, what are we talking about in, in your form of anxiety? Is it literally, do you get like a shortness of breath and have to leave a room something along those lines? Or is it, you just, what is your anxiety when you sit, when you, you brought it up a couple of times that you have anxiety yeah. when it comes to this, what is, what form does that take? Well, most of the time, it's just I cannot shut off my brain. And it's just mm-hmm. overthinking nonstop. And um, the biggest issue with after the breakup is I just was not able to sleep anymore. I just I could not get my brain to go. And that um, it kind of just all added up to where I was just not functioning well at all. And I think that might be part of the reason why I have so much resentment and ill feelings towards him, even though I like should in the sense of the relationship. But I think I still do. Cause I'm uh, worried that if I were to go in a relationship again, it could happen again. And I could be in that same place that I was where I was really at my lowest and just so unhappy. And I just could not function. Hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. It's it's a tough one because it is something that seems to get better over time. And like I said, I think think it will Um, in the short term. I I think it's good that you're seeing a therapist. And I think it's it's good that you're talking to someone about this and you've spoken to us about it uh, to at least least get it off your chest. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, Ashley, is there something, anything in particular that you would suggest to her? 
I mean, I, I want to say time, but like, I also felt like it took me a really long time to get over my first love too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I've been there too. Like I, my, uh, my ex went to a different school and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, like we had an open relationship. So oh yeah, that, that would keep me up at night too. Um, and it was hard, but I don't, yeah, I just, I think that the way it happened, you didn't get closure. I think that, um, if it's, it's if it's been two years and you're still kind of getting anxiety about him, um, I think it's, it's a bunch of things like, how old were y'all when he was saying that you were the one and like y'all were going to get married? That was high school, wasn't it? Yeah, like 18 or 19. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it it's hard young. not. Yeah. Yeah, it's young. But, you know, like when it's your first love, I think that it's really easy to be like, yeah, this is the person I'm going to end up with. And like, this yeah. is the way my life's going to look. And <laughs> then you're just like, I don't even have to worry about dating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it sucks so, the way he yeah. ended it. Yeah, it sucks the way he yeah. did end it. I mean, who ends it? You know, something like that. That serious that um, ends over a phone call and out of the blue, and it wasn't like you were having problems. And yeah, you know, I, I guess I think, uh, my best advice. Oh, I was gonna is say, to I just time. think you got to be like, in a way, like you're still allowing him to have that power over you, mm-hmm. and you just like somehow got to gain that power back and not allow him to, you know, prevent you from dating and prevent you from being your age and experiencing these things that everyone else is experiencing. Like, have your friends ever said anything to you? Like, Hey, why am you know, have you, are you interested Um, in any, are you interested in anybody? Uh, You know, who are you dating? What do you say? Or do you kind of avoid it altogether? I usually just say like, no, I'm just kind of casual, not looking to date, which part of it's just being in college. And I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship right now, but I also am just like, I feel like, uh, the feelings towards it are not normal. Whereas I'm still thinking about, uh, the past relationship and how it would happen again. But I also do agree with what you're saying about getting the power back and, yeah, I really want to feel content and happy before I get into another relationship. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, and I think you will. I, I just I don't think it's, yeah. this isn't going to be. I know it seems difficult now, and you're just like, God, why am I not over it after two years? But I think you will eventually get to a point, and something will happen. You'll meet somebody, or you'll just be at a group setting one time, and you'll just realize that oh, this is a lot more fun. And I can, yeah. I, I can do this. I can get over this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe even thinking about it in a different way where like you were just saying you're in college and you know, you don't necessarily like want to be in another long-term relationship. So yeah. I, if you're just like right now, you're just going to focus on yourself and not worry about like forgetting it or forgetting this whole situation with other guys that aren't going to matter. Mm -hmm. and I don't know I think that's like a really strong and powerful thing to do like yeah you don't need a guy yeah (laughs) it's fine to like 
honestly, I wish I could like not date half the people I dated. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, if you just kind of think about you're not wasting time on other dudes. Yeah. I that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think you will will be fine. I hope we I hope we helped in some way, Kate. But I think you'll be fine. I I really do. I think mm-hmm. you just you know I, you know I keep saying give it time, but yeah. Um, I think eventually you'll get to a point where you'll it'll just it'll just click and you'll be like, okay, I'm out of this funk and I'm not going to let him mm-hmm. ruin any chance I have with another guy. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, probably keep away from him and his girlfriend. I know that you she's your friend and you. You're seeing him more often because of the fact that he's dating your friend. But I would try and rem- just maybe remove yourself from those situations because if it is giving you these sleepless nights still, and then just don't put yourself in that situation if if possible. Mm-hmm. But if it's a function yeah. that you can't get out of, then obviously you got to do it. But um, I think you'll eventually get through this. I really do. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> thank you guys so much for talking to me. No, thank you. I appreciate of course. it. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Kate. And uh, a couple things here, Ashley, that I don't, you know, she talked about anxiety, and I know that you've talked about you've had anxiety, right, and still do. Mm -hmm. I've never, and I don't want to say this as I'm like, sounding like I'm better or whatever. I've just never experienced anything like that. I've never had anxiety. I've never had um, any sort of depression or anything like that. So I don't know what any of that stuff feels like, so it's kind of hard for me to comment on it sometimes. That's why I asked right. her. Like, I didn't know what she was talking about. When, you just, when someone just says, I suffer from anxiety, I don't even know what that means because I've never yeah. – I mean, maybe – Maybe because I don't know the definition. Maybe I did have anxiety at one point, but I, I didn't. I mean, I get nervous at times, but I don't think that's that's not anxiety. Yeah. So what is yeah. what is when you suffer from anxiety, what happens to you? Uh, well, I probably should have mentioned this to her, but I actually just have sleep anxiety where I can't shut my brain off. And so I start thinking about like everything I have to do the next day. And then I start thinking about, wow, I'm not falling asleep. I'm probably going to be awake forever. And then I'm not going to be able to do all the things I need to do tomorrow. And then I just like get so like wrapped up in my thoughts that then I'm like really freaking out because I'm like, wow, I'm never going to bed. And so is it like this sense of overwhelming dread or something like this? Yes. I feel overwhelmed. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just I mean. (laughs) I guess I've never felt that way. I guess because of my day-to-day life is just not very uh, stressful. I don't have a lot of things ever on my plate. uh, And I just, I've never, even before I was doing the Reality Steve stuff, I just never, I never got that. And so it's tough for me to relate. That's why I want to know more about it because I don't really understand it. Um, Yeah, I I mean, there's so many different forms. Yeah, I know there's different forms. Steve gets... Yeah, he gets anxiety every Sunday. Yeah. And he just like, <laughs> well, even when the Eagles aren't playing, but he uh, like wakes up and he can't breathe. And like, I can hear him like, you know, taking these really big deep breaths. And I'm just like, hey, it's going to be okay. You know, 
And that has nothing to do with the Eagles being crappy this year? No. Oh. Mm-mm. Huh. Does he, what is it? What is he not being it's, able to breathe about? I, I think it's just like the Sunday scaries. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I just yeah. Like I said this is all this is all new stuff to me. I mean, I know it. I know it exists. I know people suffer from anxiety. I just never really understood it and know what it meant. But I know it also. I know it has a lot of definitions and different for some people. Like some people do literally have, or that's okay. So is there a difference between having anxiety and having a panic attack? Because I've always thought those were one and the same. Uh, your anxiety can cause, cause you it. to have a panic attack. And that's where you literally can't breathe and you're having really shortness right. of breath. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever had a panic attack? I've never had a panic attack. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I felt like I was about to have one, but I've never actually had one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's. I mean, something like her, I think she's in a pretty good spot where she's in college. She's got her whole life ahead of her. I think she'll be fine. I think she'll eventually be able to move on. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I am surprised that two years down the road, but knowing that it is her first love, you know, you can kind of see it. But I don't yeah. I don't want her to not date because oh, this this sense of dread that she seems to have about is this going to happen again? Because if you go into every relationship thinking that that's just a recipe for disaster. And I hope, yeah. I hope she, I hope Kate doesn't do that. So uh, yeah. that'll do I just, it. I feel so bad for people who their first relationship like that happens to them because yeah. I think it really can mess you up. Yeah, that's true. And again, my first serious relationship wasn't that way. And so I never had that. It go bad. Lee, I'm still friends to this day with my high school sweetheart. So it's, uh, it's just one of these things that if it did if it did go badly and went south for some people that fell for some head over heels for somebody yeah i guess that would have a major effect on you going forward yeah for sure where you couldn't stop thinking about it so all right well that was kate and let's get to our second caller time for our second caller of the episode her name is savannah she is in washington dc savannah how are you I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Pretty good. So, Savannah, fill us in on, you have two different situations here, but to me, they're kind of a little bit intertwined, and I'll tell you how, but explain to everybody what you're uh, going through here. Yeah, I'm interested that you said that they're connected, and I'm going to hear your hot take on how. Um, Yeah, so I have two separate situations. They're kind of (laughs) like nebulous, romantic situations. I have one kind of longer term, I guess, crush or romantic feelings on someone who just in many ways is out of reach, Um, not because we don't connect well um, or because I don't really care about this person, um, but because of a variety of things. He is in another city, um, is several years older than me and has always been a bit of a mentor where we've been connected on like activism groups that we're a part of, um, and like professional opportunities that we we've taken part in. Um, and so we've been connected in more of a like formal way, um, but have developed a friendship through that. Um, and he, yeah, lives in another city, um, with a serious girlfriend. Um, and so this is kind of a confounding on a number of levels because I am someone who's pretty 
in general, I tend to be pretty forthcoming with feelings about someone. Um, this has kind of been a slow creep, but I really, really um, like this person. We talk frequently about like more substantive issues, things that we really care about, um, have pretty similar worldviews, um, all things that are very important to me. Um, but yeah, I'm a little stuck on it because normally, and I'm a big advocate both for me and my own friends, just to like, you need to just say how you feel and kind of put it out there. Um, but for a variety of reasons, being further away, like not having close enough of a, a friendship that that would be um, like a safe thing to divulge, I think. Um, and then also not wanting to kind of interfere with this ongoing relationship. Um, I have steered away from it. Um, but I, because I'm a person who my gut inclination is to always be like, it's better to get the truth out there and just kind of roll with it from there. Or like let the other person kind of like hold you know it or do with it what they may um i'm kind of at odds with my own um better judgment on it um how, how many years older is he you said several years how many years older four is four. Oh, okay that's, well, that's, not bad. that's nothing yeah but yeah i'm younger so i'm 23 so it, like it does stack up to like having been kind of a capital a adult for a little bit longer like being more settled where he is than i am um, it doesn't really bother me, but in terms that kind of explains why there's been more of a like mentor mentee or like he's been a few years along and kind of doing all the things that we've been interested in. So he would like work at the place that I ultimately interned or he like suggested that, you know, I'd be interested in X thing. Um, but it's definitely been a friendship dominantly, but he's always been a few years beyond. Okay. Uh, I guess my question is this. Yeah. What do you think the reason is why you haven't said anything? I think it's because I'm less able to gauge a potential response is one thing. Um, and two, I think I have a real respect for other people's relationships. And I think even if I would be saying something and my intention would be just like do with this information what you may, I think it comes with like, almost an inherent call to action. And I think I would be hesitant about like putting that out into the world. And so, yeah. And I think the fact that he's further away and in a different city, um, also How means far it's, away it's harder it? for me to, it's like, Oh yeah. A few hours by public transport, but it would not be something where like, if I was in the city, I would very organically like hang out one-on-one. -on -one. So it's, it's not like easily a pivotable into seeing each other more. Um, and what would you be expecting if you did say something like, what would be your, your ultimate yeah. goal? Do, would you, would I, you I be actually think him, that I have, Oh yeah. Well, I was going to say, would you be telling him in this in hopes that he breaks up with his serious girlfriend for you? Like, what is the ultimate goal if you were to say something? Yeah. I mean, I feel seriously enough that that would be something I'd be excited about, but it's, I don't think it would be my goal. I think my goal would be that I've like known this for a while and just like felt a lot of admiration and care. And for me, I'm usually so effusive and like expressive with people that I'm like, this is something that I know and I haven't fully expressed. And I think for me, it would just be also, this is like something to not carry, which I think appeals to me to go ahead and have that known. And then I guess like if, yeah, I don't know that it would change the calculus, but I think in some ways it then like isn't in my court or I won't ever feel like, oh, I didn't articulate it. Are you ready to break up a relationship and start a relationship with him? I think so. The answers to those are 
separate in my mind, which is one, (laughs) like I would be like really ready to enter a relationship. I think I am someone who is pretty sensitive and thinks that I would like the person that he's with in general and like have a lot of respect for her. I think I would feel very guilty or sad if I was seen as like the point, which ultimately I I also believe like if someone chooses to end a relationship, they're choosing to end their own relationship, right? I don't know that I necessarily believe that anyone like divulging feelings could quote break it up I think you know someone then chooses to exit it and so I don't know that that is ever like the yeah the setup that I believe in but I think yeah the answers are really separate that like I would feel way more clean and clear coming forward with this and probably would as just like a riskier move um, that I'd feel comfortable with if I didn't think you know this might somehow you know, be found out, even if there was no action taken, or if there was, that it would really hurt someone that I don't know that well, that, you know, obviously had a good relationship with him at the time. Has he ever hinted to you that there are problems in his relationship? So they, I, yeah, it's not like a point of regular conversation, but I know that it had been on again, off again. Um, It's been like really vague. Um, But I think, yeah, like, to the degree that, like, a friend of mine had said, if someone's on again, they're going to be off again at some point. And I think, like, that is an appealing narrative, but nothing that has ever, uh, like, led me to believe it it, it wouldn't um, last. Okay. All right. Well, what about your <laughs> what about your second issue? Fill us in on that. Yeah. Second. I, yeah, I'm interested in how they're connected because to me they feel very, very different. But um, second one is a really unexpected like former love interest of mine who kind of on the contrary of, of number one, I do know extraordinarily well and have been very close to and still am, um, who was in my life throughout all of college um, and probably close to six years now um, was a very close friend that we kind of supported each other through a lot of ups and downs in college. um, So particularly like rocky ones related to both of our mental health um, and, just, yeah, really turbulent, but towards the end of our senior year of college, um, kindled into romance, um, that then, yeah, had, like, some dishonesty, um, and we ultimately parted on, like, pretty negative terms, and since then, in the last, like, 18 months or so, I've had, like, a series of, both prompted by he and I, like, coffees and reconciliations, but it's, like, a few months in between, we'll just, like, talk things out, like, hope that the other person's doing well, like, if we're in each other's cities, which now we're in different places. So it had been this situation that had felt a little bit fraught, but had been somewhat resolved. We still really cared about each other, but had parted ways. And then unexpectedly, uh, he dropped in to to the city where I am. Um, We had coffee. We, like, felt, I think it definitely felt, like, more resolved than ever before. He had apologized for for some really significant things, um, and I really, like, met them and felt them in earnest. Um, But then afterwards, it was like, I, you know, just giving you a heads up, sent me a text, giving you a heads up. I felt pretty conflicted about that experience um, and then said, you know, I'll try to process it and let let you know. Um, And then a few days later, a priority mail envelope with a you know an eight page letter arrived um and it basically was like rehashing the the entire situation um was saying you know you know not convincing any words but that he really still loved me romantically um and that he you know wasn't quite sure what to do about it but this was the way he felt it was very eloquent like very um genuine which was a, a something that I think 
I had often written off um, or been dismissive of, but it was very obvious that it was was heartfelt. Um, but then we talked about it. We kind of like chatted on the phone. Um, and I said, you know, I'm not really willing to, to receive this conversation unless there's a little bit of a game plan or I'm not sure what the intent was here. This is really beautiful and I'm glad that you said it, but I'm, I'm not sure what it means. And we've had since then a series of conversations where he has you know, been a little bit caught off guard and was like, you know, I just really wanted to say it. I really uh, wanted to get this out there, um, but then hasn't really been able to articulate um, what he thinks it looks like. He thinks he's still maturing and growing. And um, when we like got down to it, he was like, I don't really think that I could be in a relationship or that's not really what I was asking for. I'm still in a period of growth. Um, and I'm kind of in a stuck situation where I really believe in this person's growth and really care about them and really love them in some ways. But I think also, I feel like it's a common trope of, you know, quote, not being ready at any phase in someone's life. And I think you kind of have to to, to make some sacrifices or figure out how you're going to collaborate to be in a relationship. And so I think, you know, if I've known this person for six years, um, they would probably know. And so I'm feeling like I, on some hands, don't want to, like, draw an ultimatum because I think that that's harsh. But I also feel kind of a gut instinct that at this point if someone's going to write this letter and put this out there they like should probably know what they want from it here's 100 here's where i think it, <laughs> yeah. here's where yeah. i think it was here's where i think it was linked um all right now i when you when you told this in the email mm-hmm. i was i was under the impression that this guy 100 percent was basically asking you back and said he wanted to be in a relationship with you and my thinking was you oh. were you were a little bit dismissive or you weren't all in with this guy or at least thinking it because you have strong romantic feelings for somebody else who you just told us. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's, is that what you, that's what I thought from it too, Ashley. Well, and I think too, it, it must be hard because you're measuring him up against someone who you really feel like is like, has it all together. Yeah. It's like a mentor. You know what I mean? So yeah. The comparison is true, but the actually on the letter person, it, it's quite the opposite. Like I really love and genuinely care for and probably am disproportionately invested in this person, but I've like been burned by it. And he kind of was like, oh, I'm, you know, feeling these feelings. I'm really overwhelmed. But he didn't actually have much of a game plan. He was like, I love you. And then, you know, I was the one that was like, okay, so what? What are you so going to do with that? Yeah, exactly. And And then he was like, oh, I didn't even expect you to ask me that question, which to me was like, what, what, like, that's exactly what I think those kinds of things prompt. But do you, th- um, do you think if you didn't have strong romantic feelings for somebody else, I mean, it's hard to say because you, you do have strong yeah. romantic feelings for somebody else, but if you didn't, would you have been more receptive to this guy's letter? Not saying immediately jumping back in and said, yes, oh my God, yeah. this is so nice of you. I just think it's, you're in a different headspace with somebody else. You can't wrap your head around the fact that this guy that you've had a relationship slash friendship with for six years has coming back in and wrote you an eight page letter. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of, yeah, I think it's a little bit of the like idealism of, I think that this first person I was describing is probably like in many ways, an ideal partner for me. Like I really, really um, admire a lot of things and respect a lot of things amidst care. And I think this like latter person is someone that I care 
despite having experiences where I didn't fully, you know, respect him and his choices on on certain things, or I don't, you know, always feel like he's got it together in a certain way. I think they're a little bit different, and I feel like different in maturity, but I also feel like one, you know, right now is already a bit out of reach. It's a bit of a, like, maybe one day I would, like, end up with someone like this because it seems like a settled situation in the way that this person in front of me that I really care for feels like my actual, you know, reality as is, or like someone that is, you know, very actively in my life. They're, they're a little bit different in terms of like proximity um, and the degree of knowing each other as well. Like one is this like exciting potential and one is someone that, you know, is also exciting potential, but is someone I know very well. And I know a little bit more of what it would actually look like if I chose to enter it. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like, boy number two like watched the notebook or something and like got inspired to like write this letter yes boy boy number two (laughs) is a british boy who thinks that he's hugh grant oh my god 100 percent. but it is he's very grand gestures yeah but like confessing your feelings or talking about your feelings is one thing like actually acting on them Mm -hmm. and having a plan like i feel like it's one thing if he, he feels bad about what he did and he's like, I'm still in love with you. But if he doesn't have any plan of like how to make that up to you, like right now, like why mm-hmm. even do that? Like, I feel like yeah. it's just like further messing with your head. And yeah. I, I think that's unfair to you in a lot of ways. Like it's almost like he wants to just like keep you around mm-hmm. until he's ready. And I don't know how fair that is. <laughs> yeah, this is funny. <laughs> yeah, you're going in. I love it. Um, yeah, I literally said some of these things, and I think we had a conversation where I was like, I don't really think I can continue, you know, spinning this around until you kind of have an idea of what an ideal situation would look like for you. And his ideal situation was like, like talk a little bit more, like be more present in each other's lives, like see where it goes. And I was like, didn't we already – see where it went like and that was kind of the conversation we had is then but then I kind of came out of it a few days later being like oh this person has legitimate struggles and you know I've seen so much of their lives and like growth is you know incremental and over time but I think I have kind of the conflicting parts of me that are very empathetic and like dear to this like I'm just endeared to him very truly but then also like a little bit of a hard ass on like you know absolutely not this is you know a line that shouldn't be crossed or like you should come in with like a more clear understanding of what you want if you're gonna put those feelings on someone yeah and 100% he knows that you feel that way in terms of like being sympathetic to him yeah because otherwise he wouldn't do that you know what I mean that's very true yeah (laughs) (laughs) So he he knows your feelings. And like, while I think he thinks that he's telling you his feelings, his actions say something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as consistent. Yeah. Well, I think for the first guy as well, like you're in a situation where there's not a whole hell of a lot you can do. He's in a relationship. He's also um, far away. Well, not far away, but, you know, it would be (laughs) long distance. Yeah. There's a lot of stretches. If it's something to where you feel it would just be. I don't know, therapeutic for you to get it off your chest. So he, Mm -hmm. he now knows how you feel. And just, I just, if you're going to go that route, which is perfectly fine, (laughs) just be ready for a not positive answer. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I'm like, is the merit of just saying it 
like is that an an end in and of itself like i I think yeah it could be i think i have to do a little digging on that i think that's where i'm stuck on is you know regard like what does one answer look like to me what does the other and like am i braced for like is it still valuable to me either way if whatever have you imagined having that conversation with him like what would you say to him? Would you be like, hey, I have these feelings for you. If you don't, it's fine. <laughs> Just to let you know. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey. Well, I think a little bit of it is that like I, what I tell myself often in these situations is like if it were reversed, if someone that I like didn't reciprocate in any way like came and told me this, I would like to think that I'm like a mature and, and graceful enough person that I'd be like, thank you. Like that's a really beautiful thing to tell me. And like you'd be kind and, you know, you'd still like them and you could have that conversation right. well. And I think – this is someone I esteem enough to be like, you know, wow, thank you. Or that I could communicate it in a way of like, this is a little bit of a reach, but like, it feels important for me to say like, I, you know, I admire you for this many reasons. And I, you know, like think about, I, I don't know exactly how you deliver it, but right. Like I've had romantic feelings about you. And I think like, it's just worth saying like, you know, you're such a great person that I see that in you. I think there's a way you can do it. That's not like, <laughs> like in so massively intense or like cumbersome <laughs> right. <laughs> right like, like I, I know you you're in a way that's flattering <laughs> right and I think that's the concern is like I really do believe that there's like a little bit of conveyed intent if you choose to have this conversation when someone's in a relationship like I think it makes it a little bit more dicey and that is a bit of my hesitation on doing it even though I believe you really can like you know, have this conversation without expectation or really release someone from, you yeah. know, having to respond in a certain way. Yeah. You have to go into it with the expectation of he's going to take it and it's not like he's mm-hmm. going to dump his girlfriend and immediately run to you, but you're putting it out there. I mean, the only reason you would tell him is because you want it in his head that you are now somebody that yeah. if, if he hadn't yeah, thought about like, you that way, now that he will, now he will. Right. You're like in consideration. And I think another thing on it is like, I don't know that I even have a massive imagination that this would like change the calculus now. But I wonder, you know, if I get later on in my life or whatever else happens, will I be like, oh, you know, I wonder, you know, probably nothing would have happened, but I didn't even say it to know. And so I think it's a little bit of the two of not that I think anything would massively change, but maybe I would feel a little bit clearer of regret or like I did what I could there. I felt strongly, but you know, I articulated it and kind of walked on. And I think that is too, I often think about like, what are things that I will have wished that I have had said? And I, I'm unsure if this is one either way. I think I could regret or feel confident about it either way. And so that's the, yeah, the toss up. I, I would look into, I mean, it's, it's up to you, obviously it's your decision, yeah. but it could be therapeutic to where you just tell them and just, you know, I just wouldn't get any, I, I just wouldn't get any hopes up. I, I think as a guy, yeah. and like you said, you thought about it. If somebody did this to you, I'm sure he's thinking he would think the same way. It's not like he's going to be a jerk about it. I'm sure he would just yeah. say, thank you. For I bet he me. already kind of knows. Or he, yeah, maybe yeah he I'm, sure. Know. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> I feel very like true always know. um also do y'all ever like what what are y'all's interactions like like do y'all go and get drinks like is there a possibility like yeah. you would ever get drunk and just be like hey by the way I love you <laughs> or like is it not like that yeah it's enough like that but we are very rarely like in the same city like it's definitely to the point that I could be like oh I'm I'm here we should meet up but it definitely wouldn't be like you know a must do or must see like if I was going to that city it wouldn't be like automatically intuitive it would have to be a little bit planned and I think yeah the like dynamic is very friendly and playful like we share a lot of like also like pop culture you know and like interests and we are definitely like we share articles that we think of that the other person would like and are very kind of 
it's not only <laughs> like a professional right. reference or a mentor, right? It's like a, a big mix or like we feel very comfortable, like are joking over text and things like that. But I've definitely never like intentionally, you know, been flirty to a more serious degree. I've definitely been pretty respectful of the boundaries. So I, he probably knows that I like really like him more than, you know, most people or like have gravitated towards him as a friend and maybe has some inclination, but I haven't made it as overtly clear as I like would with someone who was more accessible or like less dicey in my mind. Well, I think I'm all for telling him. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with you telling him just set your expectations. Yeah, you're low, fine so. with it. I have your permission. Yeah. Just set your expectations <laughs> low and uh, you know, cause then you won't be hurt if you set them high, then you have the, the ability to be bummed yeah. out or, 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 you know, just in a down mood if he says, Oh, sorry, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I'm it's also something. Yeah. But I think you can like, I think this is another thing I think of is like, you're not 100% able to control your response to it. But I think if I'm like, Oh, I know that this will probably be a re- reaction where I'll be like a little sad, but I'm willing to take that, you know, gamble or experience. I think that's another thing. Like you can't totally be like, Oh, I'll walk away feeling totally fine regardless of the outcome. And if I expected to go into it with that, then I would never, <laughs> would never do it. Cause I think either way, it's a little bit of a letdown, but I think maybe like worth the letdown to, to know more of the truth or know how someone stands. And then maybe that opens up kind of more stuff with the other guy. Or it opens up like, <laughs> yeah. you pursuing a relationship with anybody, but these yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe it just knocks them out entirely. Yeah, we move on to greener pastures. <laughs> exactly. You never know. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Know. But you're being I, so I'm negative, fu- Steve. I know. No, I'm just. She was like, like, nah, Savannah, nah. I'm no, I'm all for her saying. I'm all for her telling him. But I just, <laughs> I just think if this guy, you know. I don't know. Maybe he, I don't know anything about this guy other than what she has said. Maybe he's going to hear this from her and be like, oh, that's exactly what I was waiting for. Now it gives me an out to break up with my girlfriend. I don't know. If if the other guy is Hugh Grant, who is this guy? Yeah. Well, I don't wouldn't know what you're talking about because I haven't seen those movies. <laughs> what? I don't know Hugh Grant. Top on your list. What? Well, After watch Love Actually, it's the holiday season. Yeah. See, Love, yeah. Love Actually, something that Ashley and I talked about, and she gave me the idea that before this next podcast I was supposed to watch it and I haven't. So. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, in sync. <laughs> so, you have to. I haven't watched it. <laughs> you would understand this. Um, I don't you know what this other person is. More, more of like sweet sweet nerd. I don't know if there's a rom-com character that is that. <laughs> it's a little bit non-rom-com, but just like a little bit calmer. Oh. Hmm. All right. What well, <laughs> uh, I mean, Savannah, I, I wish you... I wish you luck in this and please let us know <laughs> if you say something and when, and if you do decide to say something, what his response okay. is and how he took it. And on number one. Yeah. Yeah. On number one. Yeah. We'll worry about the second guy later on if anything ever comes of that. But the big issue here, <laughs> I, the big issue here is I think is the first point that you brought up, which was the first guy. And I want to know if you end up saying something that'd be interesting okay. to find out. Uh, and then how you presented it. Did you write a letter? Did you do it over mm. the phone? Did you do it in person? Did you do it when you were drunk? Like, I want to know all the details about how what and you why think? you say. I, well, I wouldn't do it when you were drunk. Ashley, thinks, would, Ashley <laughs> thinks drunk. <laughs> that would take away a little <laughs> bit of the, like, the uh, sincerity like lightly of Lightly drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's the right zone. That would just yeah, take away exactly. a little bit of the sincerity if you did it that way. But, I don't. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's got a girlfriend, so I don't yeah. know how you would – yeah. I don't know. Do you guys still? But maybe I missed this when you were talking. Do, do you guys still yeah. speak frequent? How how often do you speak with this guy? 
still? Like two or three times a week. Okay. All right. So but it's like, not, not like long life chats usually. Like, Are we talking on the phone or text when you do no, say no, two no, or three no. times a week? No, usually text. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could take one of these times where you just say, hey, uh, can I call you? I have something to tell you or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's up to you. No, you definitely got to do it in person. Can't do it yeah. over the phone? No, a phone is weird if you've never... I don't think I've ever talked to this person on the phone. People don't really talk oh, on the phone. Oh, man, you're talking <laughs> yeah, about... and that could be awkward. I talked in person and text. Oh, okay. I thought, you had, not, I thought yeah. you had some sort of a phone relationship with this guy. No, okay. no. Yeah, now, now def- <laughs> it, definitely, uh, it definitely has to be in person then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know. Like, what uh, if he's sitting on the couch with his girlfriend? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I literally, what if letter and they like live in the same apartment? And she's like, no. "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, truly <laughs> panic-inducing. All right, you 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 need to do it, and then you need to fill us in on. Yeah. It. So. All right, I'll yeah. let you know do if it. I do it. Yeah, you will trust me. <laughs> yeah, it'll, eventually. It'll weigh on you too much for you not to at least get it off your chest and have him know. But when you do, let us know. All right, we'll do. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> you, you Savannah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Bye. Well, that was Savannah. Thank you very much, uh, Savannah, for that. Interesting scenario she has on her hands right now, Ashley. But yeah. I think she, she was so eloquent. Yeah, for a 23-year-old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're only 23? Yeah. <laughs> WTF. Yeah. I, she, was, uh, she was a lot more grounded than i think most 23 year olds out there which yeah. is basically the whole cast of colton season <laughs> yeah compare that to compare She's what you heard yeah compare what you heard on that call to the girls the women of colton season and see uh whose maturity level is higher uh i i also feel like her whole situation could be a movie or a book love actually that movie no, oh. you've got to watch that. Like you, you can't just keep on like mentioning it. Is it a Christmas you movie? Yes, that's why it's perfect for you to watch it now because okay. it's Christmas. Just do it. Okay. It's it's quick watch. Like you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully uh, Savannah will do that. Fill us in and let us know. But um, that'll do it for episode number twelve. Thank you all for tuning in. Ashley, did you hear the email that I got? Oh, God, I should have, like, highlighted it or whatever. It was something about my grammar. Oh, here it is, of of this podcast, of what I say every time. Oh, what do you say? Someone emailed and said, I have followed you for a very long time and never written in, but today I was just checking out your site and saw the comment section. So when you say contact myself or Ashley, it should be contact Ashley or me. Every time I say... People want to be on He Said, She Said podcast, contact myself or Ashley. Uh, Apparently, I should be saying contact Ashley or me. I did not know huh. that. Yeah. And I, I know I'll forget that a thousand more times, but uh, when somebody brought that up, I think on the last podcast when I did the wrap-up, uh, I did say, or on my, my last podcast, my regular Thursday podcast, I, I mentioned that. So if you do want to be part of the He Said, She Said podcast, in the future, contact Ashley or me. And let us know what time zone you're in and what times you are best for you to record. And we'll record a phone call. You could DM Ashley. You could email her. DM me. Email me. 
let me know, and uh, we'll, we'll figure out a time to record. So that'll do it for Episode 12. Thank you to Kate and KC and Savannah and DC for the calls this week. We'll be back. We're not going to be back in two weeks. That because, rhymes. Yeah, I know. It's great. We got KC and DC this year, this week. Uh, we're not going to be back on the two Tuesdays from now because that is New Year's Eve and nobody's going to be listening to podcasts on New Year's Eve. So we're going to save it. Next podcast will be three weeks from now, coming out January 8th, which is the first day after Colton's premiere, which will have a, my recap and a lot of other goodies in Bachelor world. So we've got that. So, Ashley, Woo-hoo. thank you very much for uh, for doing this again. And uh, we'll be seeing you at the uh, after the new year or hearing from you after the new year. Happy holidays, everyone. Yes, happy holidays to everybody. Thank you all for tuning in for this uh, for this year. We really appreciate it. We're going to continue this uh, in 2019. So just let us know. Give us your calls, your input, any questions you have, any uh, you know queries that you have, comments, whatever the case may be. Queries, queries whatever. Uh, isn't that it? Isn't that queries? Your queries. Yeah, it's a word. It's just like I don't know, funny. Like you're also you're so eloquent after. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, me, Mister Eloquent. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Your grammar's all correct now. Contact Ashley or me, not contact myself or Ashley. I, 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 it sounds like both of them could be right. Like it doesn't even sound like one of them is wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna look it, it up. Yeah. I don't even know how to. Anyway, so thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we will talk to you in 2019. See you later. He's telling me no. He's dragging me down. He's leading me on and stringing on.